Welcome back to the City of Palms podcast. Thank you for watching, viewing, and subscribing. If you haven't subscribed already, I don't know what you're doing. And if you have subscribed, thank you. Thank you. Even if you're watching, thank you. Um, so How do you like the new table? Check it out. Yeah, this table is handcrafted by the, the finest people in the, Florida. The artisans. The, uh, you know, the, art- artisans. the artisans in Florida. Is that the right word? No, no, <laughs> not at all. What's an artisan? That's like bread, bro. Like artisan bread. No, nah, th- th- there's something else though. There's like a an occupation artisan. Anyways, go on. It's the type of bread. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but uh, no, yeah, we built this table. For anyone, those those were all jokes aside. Your boys crafted this table. Hit us up for uh for your tables, for your table needs. How what was the total amount we spent on this thing? <clears throat> I don't want to say it. Yeah, it's forty-five bucks total, all in. Artisan, skilled craft worker. That's what. It, that's the definition. So there you go. Correct. There you go, kid. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Anyway, like we're we're having a brief conversation before we started recording, and uh, I'll just start things off with that. Is we're we were talking about the Celestine prophecy and. That's a book, um, I think James Redfield maybe is the author. <clears throat> could could be mistaken. I think I think that's right, James Redfield. <clears throat> anyway, uh, the Nine Club. If you know, that's like a skateboarding podcast. The Nine Club. Shout out, shout out, uh, Chris Roberts and Roger. But the Nine Club experience. You know, Steezus is on there, and he he had talked about it a couple episodes ago. Thought you were caught up. You weren't. But is, it, is it a nonfiction story? I'm confused. Or is it like, like I a believe story? it's nonfiction. Yeah, yeah. I believe it's nonfiction. Yeah, it, it's got to be based on true events. But it's like a. But it's like a. It's not like an autobiography sort of thing, or like a, like an informational piece. It's it's a story that you read about like mm. characters. Well, it, it's a it's a story. Well, not, not, yeah, but it's not like. It, I, I think it's like his story or or like, you know, he he maybe changing names, but it's like talking about a story where and you meet certain people along the way. And it's like, yeah, so there's like definitely people. But but the overall grand scheme of thing is it's talking about like like a more in-depth version of life. Like there's much more to life on like uh, inside and out, dude. It's it's crazy. It's wild. I'm is not it written f- in first person or third person. Uh. It's written in third. Yeah. Well, I'm listening to it, so. Yes, but it doesn't say, I went here and da-da-da-da, or does it say, John was da-da-da-da-da? I, I. It says, I went here. Uh-huh. Is that first person? Mm-hmm. First person, okay. Yeah, I was never good at that. But, <clears throat> anyway, um, so the book, about the book. It spoke so much to me today, because, like, because today I started reading it, and well, listening to it on Audible, and it's like, it's just, it's it's powerful, man. Like, I keep saying like, dude. I'm trying, I'm trying to cut back on that. So I'm trying to right now, dude, for the rest of the episode, not gonna say it, not gonna say it at all. All right, you know what you want to say, so say it. All right, give me a brief moment of silence to get these thoughts incorporated. Red, yellow, better. I'm Red, de- I'm deleting better. all likes right now from my vocabulary. All right, so the book. That he speak in one in one part of it, he speaks about uh, coincidences and how and how you should you should pay more attention to the coincidences that coincidences that happen in your life or that take place 
that you might just think, you know, you look back on and you're like, I met that one person or like, cause you, have you ever like, have you ever, <clears throat> have you ever met someone or like met something or like went somewhere and you just had that feeling like I'm in the right place right now. Or like, the, or, or like, even if you're, if it's like someone, if you're like, if you're like looking, looking at somebody and you're like, and you're like something, something. Something feels like I, I should say hi to that person or like like I should like get to know that person and then like you could like there's things there's ways you could take it. Um he talks about insights in the book and these are like there's different insights as to in this I think the one I'm talking about is the fourth one. But one of them is also like overlooking that coincidence. I think that's the sixth one where you overlook it and I could be mistaken, I don't want to get ridiculed for that, but but where you overlook it, like, because think about it, if you, if you meet someone and you're, and you're thinking, I, sh- I should, something feels, you know, something feels like I should like go say hi or something, but then you don't, or don't get the chance to that, you know, that's, that's one thing. Like if you don't end up doing it, then it's like, it's just like, I don't know. It's like the, the book portrays like you, you, you take it. Like it'll affect your whole life. Like if you have a feeling of like, I want to get to know that I, I should go say hi to that person. Like if you go, if you do act on that gut feeling, it's going to uh, create a ripple effect across your entire life. Or if you don't ever, <clears throat> I mean, the to- book's not saying it's like a butterfly effect like that, but it's more so saying what you'll learn from it, that, that given experience or, you know, cause, or I don't know, like, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Cause there's even been times where it's like, I may see someone at the skate park and I, I may get that feeling like, you know, he seems like we could be friends or whatever. Like, 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 you know, he seems like a, like a really cool person. I'm just getting this vibe where it's like, yeah. you know, he would, mm-hmm. he would be cool, but I don't say nothing. But then it's like gradually, like still never say something, see him, see him twice, still didn't say nothing. Three times, may, maybe it's like good trick here and there. And then it's like slowly and surely it graduates to like, then then we're skating together and then i'm hitting them up to like skate and it's like these are happening these are how i got the skate friends i have today Mm -hmm. and it's and it's just been like this slow effect and it's like i feel like i feel like the people i have in my life now are there for a reason and uh um and it's like the repeated coincidences that are so important to recognize you know because it's not just like like something like that. Like if you notice a kid at the skate park that you're like, yo, dude, that, that was like a dope hard flip. Like I want to go like, – like he seems like someone who'd vibe with our crew or whatever. And then it's like just so happens that like next time you're at the skate park, he's there again and you see him. And it's like you said, like the repeated coincidences is what's like, whoa, mm-hmm. that, like maybe there's – maybe there's like something the universe is telling me or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Because that's what I, I, I believe in like like – I'm saying like a lot too. The, the the universe, like I I seriously think that there's there's I don't believe in like destiny or fate or anything like that. But as far as the universe goes, I I just sometimes I think like you say everything happens for a reason and like some of these coincidences, it's almost like like when you think back on it, you wonder like, well, what if I would have never spoken to that person or like what if I would have never met that person or never stopped at the, or forgot my wallet and went to the da 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 and like ran into you know like you think mm-hmm. about all these things that's like if that one thing didn't happen my entire life would be different you ever think about that oh yeah yeah and also though i don't know it's important it's important i think for us as individuals to like not i said like again dude you've been saying it it's all good really yeah. i thought i did so good on the second like once it was i like said second it second sentence you, you said like it really tw- you said twice yeah dude i thought it's i was doing the, so good filler words though and it's not that bad you know it's everyone uses filler words i say you know 
that's my filler thing is you know you know what i'm saying yeah some I people guess. say um some people say like it's all yeah there was a, there was a snippet that if i don't know if you ever saw the joe rogan and wiz khalifa there was a snippet where where he or wiz they, they someone took like all the times wiz khalifa said he said like yeah yo <laughs> like that yeah, that was his that. thing yeah yeah yup. yeah yeah <laughs> it was so funny he said it like 102 times or some something crazy i do remember that video yeah yeah yup. but anyway yeah about the book mm-hmm. um it, it was it was crazy like it, it's crazy how the the events that took place in my life led up to me listening to the book and now how i feel listening to the book there's certain things to talk about that i can't even begin to explain but i will say one thing and at for me, like someone who like believes in God, you know, like, like pretty religious and stuff. Um, but I also have a very open mind and like, that's to the point where I'm not gonna, like, I definitely read my Bible, like seek, seek my Bible to like get the word of God. Um, cause I want to like build that relationship. Yeah. But, but I don't like practice. I'm saying like a lot, man. It's all good. But, I, but I don't practice, uh, like, I wouldn't agree, I wouldn't, you know, I don't know. I think religion... You don't dismiss other viewpoints as, right, as readily cause, cause as some that, other Right, that's something that I think gets, like, some people might look at you and be like, oh, you're a Christian? Well, so you, you think this, you think that. It's like, no, I, I believe in God. And, like, I believe their views for the most part, but, but like, you know, don't don't start stereotyping me. Yeah, it's I how believe, you choose to I believe all life. sorts of things, yeah. And, and so it's interesting listening listening or reading to, to the Celestine Prophecy because I don't know yet. Like I said, I, I'm... The audiobook is about a nine hour audiobook and I'm I'm like four hours into it right now and I don't know exactly where which standpoint it, it stands as far as like because you know how science and religion have always been like clashing heads. Yeah. Um it talks it, it talks viewpoints from both. And what I've gathered from it is like what I've what I've always felt ultimately, which it's like for me personally, this is a little deep for just getting into the episode, but I will say just briefly for me, for me personally, what I believe is like, I don't want to chop it up too much. I, I believe a, like mainly Christian views, like, like strong Christian views. And, and I, and I go to a Christian church and, uh, like, yeah, have a Christian Bible. If that's a thing, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, I've been introduced to it through, Bree, who's now who's now my wife, got got knocking over studio lights. What's new? But um, yeah, Bree, who's now my wife, has introduced me. Like you know, we've been growing uh, together in that. And uh, I I don't know exactly where I'm going, but yeah, basically, like I don't know if if you really want to dive into it, religion to me, or not even not even religion, but kind of ties in what the book talks about, and it's like overall. Yeah, I do think there's like, um, you know, a God and I mean, there's definitely a God and, uh, like as far as the beliefs of the religion, like religion and Christianity goes like Jesus dying on my cross for my sins. I believe all that too, but I also believe that you can build a relationship so strong with God that you, you like, you're almost, you're almost elevated. You're, you're almost like a super saiyan and I'm not even, dude, I'm not even capping like it like i'm not even capping look at justin bieber look at kanye west like they, these are elevated celebrities because they've locked in this uh relationship with christ and like not even trying to cap um so so yeah 
like it's just hard. It's it's hard to determine right now. Like I said, I'm four hours in the in a nine hour audio prophecy, and I don't know yet which standpoint. Like I don't know exactly who I want to show it to because I don't want to show it to like someone like one one of my you know church friends and and them be like, oh no, this is like totally against you know, what we, what, what we're going for or like, yeah. you know, just because I don't know exactly where the book stands for, but yeah, I want someone like you to definitely read it. And, uh, if you're watching or listening to this and you've read it, hit me up, hit me up in the DMS and, uh, we'll talk about it for sure. Cause uh, if you're listening to this at, by this point, I will have finished the book. So hit me up for sure. I'm down to, I'm down to chat about it. It's definitely, uh, something that's caught my interest. And just the second I heard of the name and heard one, one excerpt from the book, I was like, it was in the back of my mind every day, churning every day. I thought about it. And then it was like today, all, all events led up when I signed it to audible, audible, it said, boom, put, pick one. Any book is free. I said, Oh my yeah. gosh, I got it. And then I've been listening to it. So it's, it's been a journey. It's crazy. It's powerful I'm telling you, you. I love those moments in life when like you, sometimes it's a book, sometimes it's a song, sometimes it's like a movie or a quote you hear or something like that. But it like directly pertains to what you've been thinking about or like struggling with you, you ever have that happen where you like Dude, listen to a every song? sunday when i go to church what you mean yeah that's why that's why like going to church is so powerful it's like you could be dealing with something and i don't mean to keep delving back into religion no, yeah, but yeah just keep going for me personally like i'll be dealing with something not expecting whatever we go to church every sunday and it doesn't happen every sunday but typically if i'm dealing with something you you go to church sunday what the pastor speaks is like to me like i'm like it's like he's we're having a one-on-one conversation and i just told him everything i'm going through and it's like it's that powerful i got goosebumps Whoa. just talking about it it's like yeah it's that it's it's crazy but yeah and, and i get what you're saying too about songs and stuff like that or or just happening and it's like it's like wow yeah it's powerful that's how my conversation with mr guarno went actually whenever i met up really? with him yeah because i hadn't talked he was my high school you know high school science teacher hadn't talked to him in years and then he randomly reached out to me just to wonder like hey how's life been what you been up to because he sees my internet stuff and uh and yeah we had a talk and it was like we talked about so much like my knee injuries and like jobs and this and that and like it got into like i don't know if it's just because he was a good listener or something but like we just kept talking about life and then it got to the point where like a lot of the things that i was struggling with that day or like that week or whatever just like really intense feelings and whatever Mm -hmm. we ended up like talking about and and then he was like relating to and being like yeah like i went through this and like and here's here like that's a good way to think about it and like it was just like one of those talks that i left being like whoa and it was like i I needed that and it was weird that it was just a random like hey you want to like meet up at starbucks and just like chat because we haven't seen each other in a while and it's like that's exactly it almost like it was like a coincidence, you know, like a weird coincidence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. And like I said, man, you got to watch out for those coincidences. That could be someone you want to keep in your life for a reason and you don't know it yet. Or the other one, another insight, bring it back to the book is it talks about how there's people out there, you know, in coincidental situations or even in, you know, people you meet in life. There's, there's people that like, you know, people have different vibes and some people, and and I know people, and if you're listening or watching, you probably know people as to what I'm about to say too. It's like some people like that, like I'm saying, pay attention to coincidences. And in that situation, you may not know if that's someone you want to stick around or like, like, you know, keep talking to. And like, you know, like you said, it's like all coincidental that everything going through, but, but cause some people, they feed on like they'll feed on like 
putting you down in a sense. Like you ever talk to somebody that's like never wrong just by the way they word everything? Yep. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, here's this. You ever get, have people do this? They'll, you'll be talking to them and you'll say like, they'll be saying like, yeah, like my doggy bites me all the time. And like, it's really, it's, uh, and then, and then you, if you add it in like, yeah, like training dogs is so hard. And then they say, well, no, it's not even that it's hard. It's just, do you ever get people that do that? Yeah, yeah, They'll like yeah. dismiss what you said and just right. keep saying what they yeah. said. And I'm like, yeah. hey, how about we have a conversation? I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. What you said, that was one of the insights though, that there's people that like feed off of like bringing yeah, like, you down. Like. Yeah, because, you know, yeah, yes, exactly, exactly that. Like, you know, when you go into a conversation and it's nothing but, like, bad vibes and it's and it's strictly, like, the person, it's, like, you could, it's no matter, like, no matter your answer, like, they, they would just get mad or, 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 like, like, if they ask you a question, no matter your answer, it would just come back with, like, more questions or concern, you know? It's never, like, it's never, like, like for instance... I don't know. I don't. I don't want to bring up because I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. I definitely have people like in you my can mind. use random names, make up names. Nah, Say that's it. not gonna work. I don't have a situation planned out to where I, like people will crack the code. But I get it. It's it's. I know what you. I know what you're saying though. It's to, hard. Yeah. To to where nothing you say is right. Yeah. Yeah. And and like they'll keep changing what what they've said at first just to make sure they're not right. Like that broom over there is green. If I must, if I look real quick and glance it and just say it's blue and then we're talking about it later and I say that blue broom and then like, you're like, what blue broom? And, and then you're like that bloom, that broom over there is green. And I'm like, well, yeah, but when did I say it was blue? It is green. And you're like, like earlier you said it was blue. And I was like, no, it's green. You know what I mean? Like just like airing out what I said earlier. Like you, you know, you're like, dude, I know you said blue broom. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah. that's just like, that's like a light example, but there's people like that that do that every time just to like so when you because when you walk away from conversation like that you're like you're thinking to yourself you're like did he say did he say blue broom or am i like losing it like you know what i mean especially when it comes to a situation where you might be at work and someone says hey unload that pallet you're unloading the pallet and they come why are you unloading that pallet you just said to or 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 working or working at a restaurant you run into a situation where it's ran by multiple different managers or storefront retail store ran by multiple different managers multiple different viewpoints so one manager tells you one thing oh yeah danny you're good to clock out the other manager comes around the corner 20 minutes later where's danny he clocked out i sent him home we're slow no no you should i I was gonna have him clean the whole storage shelves while we're slow you know what i mean like these are examples i'm starting to think of where it's just like I don't even know. You think we should take a break pretty soon? We're going about 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, let's take a quick break. Uh, enjoy the ads in the meantime, and we'll be right back for part two. Look, whoever, I'm going to straight up say it right now on air. Whoever said Yeti holds ice for more than 24 hours is bullshit lie. I filled this cup up with ice and water when I got here, and it's no longer has ice in it. What? After you talked him up so big when you first got that cup. You can have this cup back. You're like, dude, car literally caught on fire. Yeah, that it would was never happen. It never happen. <laughs> there actually wouldn't be a cup. The cup would be would be melted. Uh, Gohan's being so good. What they probably did for that picture is the freaking guy checking out his truck. Like, once it's on fire, he's like, I'm going to put this in there take a picture. Oh, yeah, my Yeti. Everything is How is black. How's your Yeti so clean, too? <laughs> you know? Like no ash on it or anything. How, how is wow, that? that's cool. Um, 
All right, we're back. I hope you enjoyed those ads. Um, dude, the other day at Aldi, you ever just like see a person in in like life and they just look like a cartoon character? Like oh, they yeah. just have this like archetype or oh, whatever, yeah. you know? Like people probably think that of me because I have this like, you know, I'm always Well, working. dude, you remember that skull from the Tales in the Crypt? Tales from the Crypt? You remember the Tales of the Tales from the Crypt? Tales from the Crypt? Yeah, the Crypt Keeper? Uh yeah, the Crypt Dude, I used to work with that dude. For real. <laughs> For real. <laughs> He always saying those spooky puns. No, he just that looked just dope. like him. Yeah, just looked Where just like that? him. Where uh, was that? I don't want to say the name, but it's at a, it's at a country restaurant? club I worked at. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know if you meant construction or restaurant job. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a country club. He was he was the kitchen manager for a little bit, which got scary there. Yeah. Um, but I saw this one dude the other day at Aldi, and he like okay, so this is what he he was he was wearing. The shirt's a little unrelated, but he had a shirt that's immediately caught my eye. It said, I listen to Slayer so I don't choke people. And immediately Word. I was just like, well, Slayer's dope. That's not what I'm getting into. But, uh, and then so he had a backwards hat. He, he looked kind of like a surfer dude, but like a construction worker, like surfer dude. He had like, like, uh, not like pretty hair, you know, he was like older, probably like 40, but he had like pretty hair and like some like, uh, peppered facial hair. And uh, he had the, the phone holder on his belt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Classic. And like jean shorts and some like work boots. Some shorts. No, no, no. He was wearing sandals. He was wearing nice sandals. Right. With socks on. And then uh, like the, the clip and the hair and he had his sunglasses up, you know? And then his phone rings. Guess, take a guess of what his ringtone was real quick. I had the tiger. It doesn't have anything to do with Slayer, by the way. What, I, was I, I wrong when I said I had the tiger? It wasn't I had the tiger. All right, let me get another guess then. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got this guy. And we got just based on that image. What do you think his ringtone would be? Was I close when I said "Eye of the Tiger"? Like genre-wise, a little bit, a little bit. I'm gonna say Roxanne. No, Roxanne. no, no, no. All right, all right. Let me get one more. Think about Bon Jovi. It's 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 uh. What? Living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. That's a yeah. great guess. That's a good guess. But no, it, here's what his ringtone was. I hope you can hear this on this. Oh, stupid ads. Oh, no, no, no. We're not getting paid for this. And we're getting... Demonetized. Yes. Demonetized. Yes. Oh, word. He probably pulled up in that 93 Ishuzu, too. That Modelo Ishuzu. Your mama chicka fire. Yes, sir. Because when I saw him... That song went hard, too. Because when I saw him... And then I just get this, like, he just had that, like, whole, like, like character about him. I was just like, hmm, interesting looking guy. And then his phone rings, and I just say, down, down, down. I'm like, oh, my God, of course. Yes, dude. It's one of those songs, though. That's awesome. Do you ever have... Who sung that? Uh, Is that Lynn Biscuit? No, I didn't know. I thought that I would have known once I Googled it, because I, I wanted to know what that song was, because I didn't know what it was called. I Googled it. It's uh, Crazy Town or something like that. Like I never heard of them. Isn't that weird? Maybe they're how, you, how, how like songs that like like that? How like you just hear and you know that you've heard like throughout your life, uh-huh. and then like you're like, oh, that's that person, or like, or you you're like, never who, knew. Who, yeah, or you're like, who sings that? And like you do the name, it'll be like, oh, that's Rachel's Angel by freaking the, the the death of the, you know what I mean? Like 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 for instance, Roxanne. Do you know who sings Roxanne? Like that's a song uh-huh. we all know. Do you? I just found out the other day. Do you know who actually sings that? No, I don't. It's a band called The Police. Like, oh, I know the police, but I didn't know you? that they sang yeah, it. Yeah, wow. They, I guess they sing that. Are there any bands or artists or anything like that where you can hear literally anything from them and like it? Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. any song that they've ever made, you can probably turn on and jam to. Who? Hmm. Because one of mine is Green Day, dude. I could hear I could hear Billy Joe just say like anything, and it'd be pretty cool. 
that's that's tough for me. Any song to throw any song in there they've ever made in Jam Two, like I will say. Are there any like hip hop people that you could? Because that's like, tough. Like breaking it down for album, like I can listen to C Stunna. Shout out C Stunna. His new album Stunna Season. I can listen to that, Ooh. and I do multiple times, like front to back, no skips. So I listen to an album with no skips. Yeah, maybe hip hop's that's actually important. easier. To, because a lot of times with hip hop, it's one dude and like he has a certain like flow about like you know he has like that cadence and flow that like makes him that his like musical style. When if it's a band, they have like lots of different right. like. Yeah, but I mean every song is is a little is, is a little scary to think about just because it's like you know my favorite rapper I I, I don't even have like a favorite but like some someone who I I definitely listen to a lot uh, which is like and I'm talking like mainstream mainstreams is like. You know, where it's, like, someone everyone would know or, like, who has, like, a lot of songs out there, um, like, not just locally. Um, it would be, like, I'll just say Lil Baby. And I do definitely don't like every single song that he puts out. But I actually don't like any song. I don't think I like any Lil Baby. Really? Yeah. You just haven't heard the, probably the right ones. Probably not. I just don't like, honestly, like, yeah, maybe just the ones I've listened to because I've heard, like, features of his or songs of his that feature people like, um... You cannot. I'll say right now, you cannot listen to a song where Lil Baby's featured unless you're listening to one of his boys, like Forty Two Doug or or Gunna, if he's featured on a Gunna. Like that. That's that's when he's gonna go hard. But it's like I forget who it was. I was I was seeing the other day this one rapper. Oh, it's Lil Mosey. Lil Mosey's up and coming rapper. He just got a Lil Baby feature, and it's it's a hot song right now. It's called Back at It. And it's like you can so tell that Lil Baby's verse, he put zero effort in it. He probably wrote it at the studio. Like, like you know what I mean? He just like – or not even – you know, he probably like just freaking – I don't even know. Dr. Seuss put, Yeah, put zero, zero thought um, into Who, it. That song, London or The London or whatever it's called, whose song is that? Because it's featuring like J. Oh Cole. Oh, my gosh. That's got a lot of songs. That's – I think – London. I think it's a – I think that's a J. Cole the london no i think he's the feature i think j cole's definitely one of the features on it but i th- i thought it was a little baby song. i think it's a mike will uh, i don't want to sound dumb right now let me see watch this but anytime it gets to his part i skip it i gotta hey, admit Siri, it. who sings the london with j cole the london featuring it's a young whoa that's loud that's a young thug song wait a little baby even in that i don't know i don't want to pull it back up but uh yeah no he's not Nah, probably not. Pro- probably not, cause that was a that was off uh, Young Thug's like. I don't even know if I pulled up. I don't even know if the song that that she pulled up was the right one. To be real, I truly don't. But yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, speaking of Dr. Seuss rhymes, the opposite of Dr. Seuss rhymes. Real quick, we could do a little bit of bars and rhymes. Are you down? What you got? Because you I got? brought up this verse. So Lutz has been on the podcast a couple times. As well as uh, Darby, Ew, and uh, he's been keeping in contact with me over social media, sending me random like songs of MCs who, because he he knows like he he's super into wordplay like I am when it comes to hip hop, and he's been sending me random songs and verses that that he thinks I would dig, and he sent me this song the other day, and do you know King Crooked? Heard of him? Um, because I didn't hear, I've never really heard of him until um. Or I hadn't really listened to him a lot until the most recent Eminem album. Anyways, there's this song that's uh, Joel Ortiz and King Crooked, neither of which I've really listened to that much. But he sent – Lute sent me a verse from this song, and I was like, whoa, that's fire. So I looked up the song, and dude, I'm just going to read this and just 
keep in mind, I'm I'm a fan of wordplay and rhyming. Look at that camera, dude. And so I'm just gonna read this, and we'll we'll see what we make of it. Hopefully, I can get it first try because I, I might might miss uh, miss mispronounce something. Anyways, so this is King Crooked's verse, verse two. Kay. He says, "The pendant is white diamonds. I'm just chilling on my infinite villain shit. Like pirates, I'm sicker than Mike Myers." I got 20 years in the game. I seen the whole thing. Young brothers trading their publishing for a gold chain. Execs never act alone. Take turns butt-fucking their artists with a saxophone. Damn, that's a cold train. The black minority never will I... This black minority never will I lack authority. My hammer sorcery got me wondering how packed the morgue will be. Better act accordingly. Yeah, this cat's gory. I rap horror because y'all categorically rapping horribly. Wow. Like, the, yeah. the way he weaved in those, like, consonant sounds with vowel that sounds. That was finesse, for sure. Dude, and, and like, and, it, and the wordplay, dude, because that's the thing, is what we were talking about over the, this text thread was it's so dope when people can create a cool song that sounds awesome to, like, anyone, like, on the radio or whatever. Like, Eminem's a good example. He can create songs that anyone can jam to because they just sound good, good music. But then when you look into every single line, like, execs never act alone, take turns butt-fucking their artists with a saxophone. Damn, that's a cold train. Right. Yeah, like that's the, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, I, maybe, I, I love that. Me, no, no, I love that. Some people aren't into it. Some people aren't into that, like lyrical miracle, like whatever. Which is which is whatever. But I am. So if you are too, listen to that back and uh, look up the song because it's fucking dope. Yeah, yeah, that's de- that's definitely true. There's a lot of people that uh, like you know, prefer like just hype, mumble, drill, rap, like whatever. There's whatever. room for all of it. That's yeah, no, I for say. sure. I, I I'm fans of I'm a fan of it all. But um, I definitely like. There's a certain feeling that like passes through me it's like you know when you get really high on a swing and that like you feel like those butterflies in your stomach mm-hmm. when you like get too high mm-hmm. that's like what i feel almost when i'm hearing like like something in what you just said but when it's in a song you know and, and you're breaking it down for the first time yeah. or it's like you know what i mean like when yeah. you listen to j cole rap on a song and it's like and he's like like he's he's saying one thing and you can you're vibing to the song and then when you really break down the lyrics you're like Oh my gosh, that's like that. what he said. And, yeah, and, and, and dude, especially with people like those dudes, like in those right. songs and, and Eminem, people I just referenced, like those masters of language. Every time you listen to a song, you'll hear a bar where you saw the double entendre already, but then you hear it again. You're like, or when you see it written, sometimes when it's written, they'll spell things a certain way so that it's like makes it a triple right, entendre. For sure, and for it's sure. Like, what? And and then not only uh, to point out a lot of this stuff, we probably don't understand the references. You know, like an- another thing in that song. He references – he says something about having a black thought. He said something like, da-da-da, all I have are black thoughts. I'm rooted in this. And anyone who knows hip-hop, black thought is one of like the illest like mm-hmm. uh, wordsmiths there, out there. And he's from the Roots crew, you know, black mm-hmm. thought in the Roots. And so that line, anyone all could right. just read that as like, a, I had a black thought. I'm rooted in this, da-da-da. But hip-hop heads read that and they're like, oh, and they right. see the extra layer of intricacy. Crazy. And to think like – think about writing a song. Where every verse is composed of all of these little like weaving of like ideas and hints and Easter eggs and like oh, whatever crazy. while rhyming, crazy. you know. I'm just sounding like a big old nerd right now. Um, well, that's fascinating. It really is. Um, but anyways, I mean, we don't have a whole lot longer, so I guess we could just drastic transition. I wanted to talk about skating a little bit because I've been skating, dude. You've been skating, man. I've been skating. I want to talk about skating. I could talk about skating all day. I love skateboarding, man. Yeah, and you and I haven't talked about it one on one in a while, so. How have you been enjoying skating? You've been getting good, bro. Thanks, man. You did a big spin. You didn't do the back disaster. You did big spin axle stall, right? Yeah. That's the one I saw at Veterans. Yeah, yeah. And you said you haven't done it to disaster successfully? Not yet, no. You will, though. I, I've got it, though, to axle. I did it the other day before you guys pulled up when we met there on Saturday on the 4th of July. I did it that day, like, 
second or third try, like right when I got there, like warming up, I was like, wow. And I was like, it's early to be landing that. I was like, I, I was like, it, yeah, it, it takes a lot. Um, I really, I, thanks man. I've been trying, like I, I've been like steady. It's been, it's been four years now that I've been like solidly, like, you know, at on, on the board and really like trying to progress. And yeah, there's a, it's, it's hard dude. Like, but it's so fun and it's so worth it. But it's like, like, like I'm, <laughs> I just said like a fucking thousand times. Um, well, cause I don't, I have clips on my phone that I'm trying to make a vi- video of when we went to veterans the other day. It's not like up yet. So I don't yeah. want to talk too much about it. But one of the tricks I did in there was, it was scary, dude. Like the, the, the fear, like, like, like it's fun. It's fun to do, but there is like this, this this feeling that I don't really get until it's like time to commit, commit. Cause like you can throw a trick and make it look like you got it. And that's one thing, but rolling away, especially when you're like on a ramp or on a rail, on a box, yeah, to rolling, put your feet yeah, on the board the like, whole time. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And roll away at the, like, it's like it, that with a stair set too. Like I've, I've noticed for sure. Sometimes it, it's a bit bad habit to get muscle memory of bailing. Cause like with frontside flips, that was the, how it was for me. I would get scared. So I, every time I'd like be warming up to go down the stair set, I do a frontside flip. Perfect. Catch it, kick it, land, roll. And I just got so used to that, that I would do a perfect frontside flip, catch, kick, land, yeah. roll. Yep. And that's just, that was my muscle memory. When my muscle yep. memory should have been training to catch, you fucking get your feet ready and land on that shit. But yeah. It's hard, man. Yeah. It's scary. It's, yeah. And I don't even think, I don't know if it's as much. It, it, yeah. Muscle memory is a good way to put it. I, I always just tend to think of it as like, 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 like for instance, if I'm learning a new trick, um, like, like that, uh, the, the big spin to axle stall on a, on, on the quarter pipe that took me, it took me a while. It took me a lot of like tries of going back there, trying it, trying it, trying it, not getting it, trying it, not getting it. And then when I finally got it, of course it, it's like the backboard shatters and it all makes sense now, you know, I'm like, oh, okay. And so then you can do it. Cause you understand like that one time is all it took where you're like, oh, my foot had to be there, flick it that way. And like, yeah, do that. And, or even uh, just get, to get the feeling once of landing on the board, yeah, like, like to, yep. for a like trick on a ramp or something. When you get that feeling of landing back on the ramp, it's like okay, now I know what it feels like, and like now I know what I need for to sure. like how to roll out of it. Yeah, it's it's a good feeling, and it's the dude, it's the greatest feeling rolling away. And yeah, what what I've been explaining to people now is like for for me personally, it's uh. Of re- the re- the b- a big reason why I just want to like document more skating in my life now is because I think I was telling you a little bit about it. I'm not sure, but like to be real, right now I'm in the peak of my skating, the peak. Think about it, and I, and I, I I'm gonna get better. Um, like I don't know. I yeah, it's I don't know. I, I'm definitely gonna get better. I, I was gonna say I want to get sponsored, but it's like I have all these things. It's like you know I do. I have goals. Like I you know I want to get sponsored. Like and it's like. If, if, if I put in the work, then, then I, I I may be able to, you know, I'm 22. I I can't like be a pro. Like, I don't think like, I I just don't think I have like the skills or time to like really assess what you need to become a pro and better yet a pro to, to where like, I wouldn't have to work. You know, most pros still have to work and stuff. You know, they don't, not everyone's living like Nigel and Shane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh. It, and honestly, too, with documenting it, like, without even being pro, you can get likeliness. Like, look at Versace Plug. Like, he's he's not a pro, I don't believe, but he's huge on freaking Instagram. And so it's, like, all the sponsorships that that lead to yeah. and everything. But it's not about the sponsorships. It's just, if you're going to skate, it's like, like, I just bought a board, $70 to get a ship to my house. 70 bucks I paid. And now I'm about to pay you for grip. So it's like, I'm not complaining. 
uh but free product but yeah free product would be dope you know especially free free shoes and free anything free wheels free like you know stickers yeah please anything <laughs> yeah i barely ever pay for grip and that that already alone is a huge blessing i don't think I've, i think i've paid you one time for grip i'm gonna pay you this time because it's like a commission i usually just pick up something you have in the inventory but this time i'm paying you to do that dope kid boo one so stay tuned for that that'd be dope i'll make a process I, I might do a process video of making the stencils too yeah because i've been wanting to do a video of uh new techniques i learned to uh since my first stencil making video i've learned like way new techniques that make it way easier and way more like capabilities i didn't want to do a new video i'll do that with your grip oh yeah i've been skating too though dude it's been weird yeah it's been weird yeah i was getting a little discouraged that day at the skate park uh, at veterans a little bit just because like like you know how i am with skating and you know how like i go about things and um yeah especially veterans that's like the stomping ground that's the place where i will just like 50 50 this ledge front board this i'll just do basic tricks just lap around just doing like basic tricks over and over because it's just so much fun to just loop and just do that and um and i can't right now and it's like it's tough because it first of all it hurts i have to warm up so heavy before i can like do much and then like when i usually if i were to just go out right now and i don't know i worked out today so maybe not but if i were to go out right now and try to like do an ollie anything popping off of my uh injured leg the leg that was injured it will like hurt whenever i like jump it'll kind of i'll feel it in my joint like pain and like it always like worries me a little bit right when that happens because i'm like fuck i'm not gonna be able to like kickflip today i can't even like do anything but like you just have to stretch i just have to like do this stretching exercise like routine for like the first little bit to some like little squat things like maybe some jump rope and then once i start skating it doesn't hurt whenever i pop and by the end of the session i'm like popping whatever you know like popping up things down things but it takes a minute and i don't have like the duration i used to uh and i'm having to relearn all the tricks man yeah dude it's it's tough i i know i i feel for you like like uh like uh, I I I because I, I know like like you said I know you skating and I and every time I've looked at you you've been like the reason why I'm like trying like why I'm getting better because it's like we skated as kids and you were always better than me I don't know why I don't know how because you it's like you had it's like when I was a kid when I was learning tricks I just learned to like I said at the beginning flick it like flip it and then like kick away like I could land a heel flip when I was like or like when like a kid i can land a heel flip every time but like one footed every time one footed but it's like I, that was the muscle memory it was just flick it land it one foot and now it's freaking every time I land a heel flip but both feet but yeah it's like just doing that what, what was i saying it has a lot what, to do with my main point uh, you said when we started skating i was better than you and you didn't know how right and and my goal is never to get better but but over time now once we skate like it's just because because what you do on a board it looks so it looks so fun to me like when i was like 18 19 or like just skating with like you and gabe you know like mm-hmm. like just starting out like you know like when you and austin used to come to veterans right right yeah um that's weird thinking you think about that i know before i moved to pennsylvania like three four years ago or whatever uh you and austin were trying to front 180 off of that little ledge now you're doing frontside airs on the biggest corner of my i know head. it yeah from that point i know when I, I know i can't believe you were there because at that point yeah that was the, that was scratch that was starting from scratch like i remember like that was when you just picked yeah, up the board again yeah yeah that was you and Kuntz. yeah dude that's crazy i know yeah me and Kuntz weren't far off that's why i mean shout out Kuntz. like but but we weren't like far off skill level like he had it like you know you know how like some people can like ride a skateboard and then some people can't and it's like and by ride a skateboard i don't mean like ride down the road but they can go to the skate park they can 
like pick up, stop, turn, pick up their board, like run. You know what I mean? They can like do these things. Mm-hmm. Um, GoPro, start recording. Thank I you. I don't know what that was all about, but yeah, um, he had that, so I was like, bro, that's just that's why I was always like hitting him up, hitting him up, and then yeah, he he never wanted to skate, and it just it, it went like I just I took off on him, but like now he watches me skate, he's like, damn, dude, and I'm like, dude, if you just would hit me back up when I hit you up to skate. Mm-hmm. I feel him though. Life's life's busy, but but with you, man. As far as you, don't get discouraged. Like I said, like I didn't do like this is your second knee injury, and I, I haven't dealt with anything like as worse. But literally, like I still get pain in my ankle to this day. Like like despite like how I'm, how I'm like progressing, there's still times where like some days I go out to skate and I can't skate, and and I try not to do certain things like street skating. I cut out a lot of street skating just. Just because drops and I can notice like if I wanted to go skate a drop or something like that, it's like every time I got maybe eight eight goes on like a a a, a drop the size of like Fresh Market. Like I mean, if I'm landing stuff, like obviously that doesn't count because it doesn't hurt when yeah, you like land. Yeah, like one primo. Yeah, yeah, or or like just like eight like slant or even the other day, uh, uh, you know, like I was trying the heel flip to front board on that rail and that's a that's a small like that's a small flat bar and i was just trying it trying it but the way i was stomping down i stopped down on it like one too many times just stomping on straight pavement trying to catch the heel flip and i was just like yo i can't do it it was like felt shocked through my whole ankle some mornings when i wake up my ankle's so stiff it's like i i get out of bed and it's like i rolled my ankle the night prior but i had a fire session didn't hurt it at all didn't even skate maybe yeah but it's like some sometimes and what i'm learning recently not to bring it all the way back still to the book but like you know, it's like, and it's like these little pieces that I've gotten, like, like I told you, Paul Rodriguez with the ankle injury, a lot of skaters, they talk about, uh, eating mainly, mainly plant-based. And now this thing is talking like to get better connected with yourself and, and to be like all around, like have like, uh, like awesome, like energy and stuff. You have to, uh, it's, it's important to eat mainly vegetables and whole foods. And, and it's mainly even more important to like get them, like grow them yourself if you can, because you that way you know whoa did it die it's, it's probably full nah, or, it's or yeah it's probably dead or something yeah we can wrap it up in a minute we still got your camera angle yeah so so we just uh it's better they say it's better to eat like plants and stuff uh in the book whatever but not to dive into that but but as far even even paul Rodriguez and a lot of skaters touch on that it, it's going plant-based and so i think for me personally it's something that i'm probably gonna try like for like a month uh where i just cut out meat uh completely and see like what happens i don't know i'm nervous thought about getting an x-ray no i don't have health insurance so no. <laughs> uh yeah i guess i wonder how expensive it is without health insurance i don't know although i did just get some things from sunco shout out my bank and uh they they are uh they sent me like some it's like hospital cash that's weird yeah. that's cool yeah i have to sign up for it but it's like a, it's like their type of thing i, I don't know yeah i gotta look more into it but yeah, we can wrap it up. Yeah. Um, Last thing I wanted to say about skating and like my current situation is like what's keeping me having fun because I am I'm not able to like jump down stuff yet. I'm not able to like do you know I, I'm not able to do the tricks I want to do. I have like very bare minimum skill levels. But in a way, it's kind of like made it a little more fun because the way I've always gone about skating, and this is the reason that I think that I have like such consistency with the basic tricks. Because I'm really not that good. Like I'm not like pro level, but I'm really good at basic tricks. Doing them every that's time. That's so false. That's so false. But no, that's a humble brag for real. Yeah, that you're not like doing basic tricks, like for real. Anyway, fakey big spin to blunt is like not a basic trick. I can't fake a big spin to blunt. I blunt big spin out. 
Thank you. Front Thank butt. you. Uh, um, Thank you. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know. Really, I'm not mixed but now. But um, uh, but, the, but like in like as far as like the whole range of skateboarding skill levels, I'm still like way. Dude, I, you're like tier three or four for sure. I'm like tier two. Out of like seventeen, maybe. No, the kidding. way I think of it is like the the what you do into tricks, you know. Like uh, of course you're a master at like the basic tricks. That's like no no thing. But you'll pull up and and do a blunt on a quarter pipe, and that that's something not a lot of people for like can do. Like like a blunt is like uh, that's like a damn. That's like a not a lot of people can just do a blunt. That's one thing I pointed it out in the vlog that I did for that Veterans Day. Uh, or of the veterans, the, the day we all went to veterans, in the vlog I pointed this out, where it's weird, think about this, for you to do the trick you did to veterans, I won't say the trick, but like the trick you did to veterans that was scary for you, think about how many people on the planet right now could do that. Like what percentage of the population oh of the world gosh. could do that. Yeah. You know, probably That's like wild. 10%, maybe. That's true. Maybe not even. And like I think about that sometimes, and I and what the, what I said in the video is that in school I used to that's used to why I never give a fuck about like people bullying me or like anything because like they didn't know what I was doing yeah. after school I was jumping down like ten stairs and none of them were doing that right. and I would always think in my head I'd like look around the lunchroom this sounds stupid makes me sound like fucking arrogant but like I would be like I could beat everyone in here and skate. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm it the, helped me stay hey, I'm confident. the best skater at a stair high school. No, 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 <laughs> That's no. Cool. I wouldn't think that because there were skaters there that were better than me. But like, oh. I would be like in a classroom or something and be like, if if I played skate with every single person in this classroom, I would win. And it, I don't know, it's just a little thing I would tell myself sometimes to like stay confident. And hey, like, we all have our things. But but uh, that being said, I like simplifying life as much as I can to like make you know live simply so that you can just simply live you know what i mean mm -hmm. and so like that's why when i was vegetarian it was dope because i would like my limit to my, what i could order is right here now with skating i can't do everything i want to do so i don't have to like think about like what's oh what should i be doing for that stair set or like what da, da, da. I, all i can think is like okay it doesn't hurt to skate ledges and i can do like maybe 10 tricks on this ledge without it hurting so i want to skate for two hours so let me just go do those tricks for two hours like at the skate park you saw only tricks that i could really do uh, without it hurting, that felt good, were kickflips and switch heel flips. So you saw me, I would get right across the skate park, switch heel flip. Right across the other way, kickflip. <laughs> right across the other For way, real. switch heel flip. And I would just do them over and over and over and over, and that's always how I've skated. But difference now is my range of tricks is way less. But yeah. it's going to improve. It. Like my, I think my injury the first time improved my skating in the long run because I was able to focus so heavily on the basic flat ground tricks. Mm, true. Um, and it's the same thing now. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, and I mean – yeah, Ke Kelly, you know, talks Kelly Hart on the Nine Club talks about like uh, relearning tricks. You know, he he's gotten injured he's had a lot. He's to do it so many times. Yeah, yeah, and I mean that's a thing. I guess like I've never gotten surgery and stuff, but I but I can only imagine if you think about it. If think about muscle memory is a huge part of skating. And now, for instance, like you, you tore your AC ACL, which hat which which knew that acl knew brian lombardo what, what we did you and know all the muscles that e had exactly grown. and the way you kick flipped and shit and now they they did they re-tenderize it and now it's this brand new muscle that has no clue so now you're stepping on the board and you're trying to do the tricks that you like once had because you know how to do them and you know where to put your feet and stuff but you're yeah the, the, the pop the leg, isn't, isn't right yeah it's not it's not there um and yeah that's why like PT is important and also just skating is important because the more you skate, the more it's like the more it's whatever. And then it's also like a mind thing, too. I mean, you know, once you land that one thing, like like you were trying hard flips and uh, like like, you know, if you land a hard flip, it's like if you're like 
you're like, if you land one hard flip, you might be like, oh, I can hard flip. Well, I can, if I can hard flip, I can probably switch tray. And then you try to switch, and it's like, oh, I can switch tray yeah. too. And then it's like, you ever have that happen in a game of skate where someone does a trick on you and you're like, I've never fuck, I can't fucking do that. that trick. And you try it and you get close. Well, dude, that one time, remember that one time I, I, the, the, and and it's weird. I had these for a day. Varial heels. Varial heels. Yeah, I, I had them for that. one day. Yeah, who and it was that? who did that? Though? Jake. Yeah, it was yes. in it was in a game of skate. I never forget that. It was in a game of skate with Jake, and he did them, and I was getting close, so. That's what I love about playing Jake and skate is like when you get close or even if even if he knows you, if he knows you can do it, he'll be like, ah, go again, go yeah, again, like, go I again. See, I want to see you get yeah, that. Yeah, it's sick. I, I, Jake's a hype man. So, but yeah, he he ended up like just being like, go again, go again. And I got it. I got it. I was like, wow. I remember that. Never again can I do that trick. So weird. Just lost him. Anyways, we've been going about 30 minutes, so we should probably wrap it up. Two of the three cameras are dead. Oh, wow. Which one are we looking at? This one. All right. Well, thank you guys for watching. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the table, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast too. But uh, that table, <laughs> well, mainly the table, but that table's we... real nice too. Um, that was loud because that's my ring. Um, all right, yeah. Where can they find us at, dude? They can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, not SoundCloud, but anywhere you listen to podcasts. At City of Palms podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, we gotta go. Go on the intern. We got new episodes every Monday. Stay tuned. Hit him with that outro song. Yee! Thank you guys for watching. <laughs>